Hey, everybody. We're glad to be back. Um, we all had a couple busy weeks in the last two weeks, which sucks, but um, we are back in FOS and uh, ready to Except do... for Lassie. Yeah, well, we're not... Lassie did not <laughs> survive Paul Marx's birthday. Well, he's in Boston. <laughs> the uh, uh, it, it is the epicenter of um, Mexican cultural tradition. Um, it, it is also... All, all Catholics are not the same. You know, Irish people and Mexican people are not the same. <laughs> okay, okay. Not only is that true, but you could like designate separate cities of like Boston Catholics. You could delineate Boston Irish and Boston Mexican, and they're wonderful. I'm sure. I hear Milwaukee does a great uh, Cinco de Drinco festival. Um, I'm, I'm I think sure just anybody within like the 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 as close to Chris Christie as he is, just within proximity, just automatically gets a more excruciating hangover. Like I'm I'm convinced of that. Oh God! Yeah, no, I'm sure. <laughs> Relation to geolocation to Chris Christie, I I, I have that's, some that's facts the main somewhere. In yeah. hangover. Um, I'm sure exactly. whatever hot dog stand that Chris Christie has declared a super fun site and closed the streets next to so that he can be the only one to get hot dogs is uh, a very, <laughs> very, very uh, sad place to be. Um, I'm sure that there are several uh, like entrances. I'm, I'm sure that he is like st- strategically located these hot dog stands in front of hospitals so that no one can get into them and then we'll still run for president and be fine and no one will even mention it sorry i'm still mad about uh him closing a bridge and killing like 20 people and then it being fine slash closing a beach so that he could take a nap like a beached whale uh but we weren't supposed to talk about how fucked Chris Christie was. We were supposed to talk about how fucked <laughs> Donald Trump is. And uh, Don- uh, Carl, you got a uh, one-liner for us on that? I got I got a few. Uh, uh, first one, first one here. Donald Trump is so fucked. It makes UT El Paso seem like they've got a fighting chance when they play OU to start the football season. And I know you have problems with that, Adam. But fuck you. When have we ever lost UT El Paso? Again, I, I, I will reiterate that much. Th- this is a one-liner, much like the last election, where uh, it seems very uh, good on its face. But when I drove the eighteen hours from Norman to El Paso to watch a terrible football game, uh, we were losing until the beginning of the fourth quarter, and it was awful. And I thought uh, I was going to have to flee to Mexico. But have okay, we reached okay. the fourth quarter yet in American politics? I'm still missing um, the, the link here. Yeah, where are we winning? Oh, oh, because no. we are winning. I get it. My fault. Now what? Yeah, we we're winning. That? Yeah, yeah. 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 Winning. Um, <laughs> okay, I got a couple more. Um, <laughs> Donald Trump is so fucked. He makes burping up weed smoke after asking, "How high are you, officer? Look legal." That's not legal. I know, but. Okay. okay. <laughs> Fuck you. The guy who doesn't smoke weed making okay. weed jokes. <laughs> I can still make weed jokes. That's okay. I can appropriate right. weed culture. Keep moving. Some white girl with dreads will write to the show and be like, this is offensive. Um, fuck you. <laughs> um, <laughs> Donald Trump is so fucked, he makes Al Gore look like he got a fair deal in 2000. Oh my God, these are awful. Just keep going. <laughs> this is it, please. I'm suffering. <laughs> Donald Trump is so fucked, 
He makes living in more in May look safe. Oh, my God. Not only is that in terrible taste, but literally three days ago, I I was in Oklahoma City because I was like, yeah, I'm not going to be in Norman or more during – I'm on the north – I live on the north side of Norman now. And I'm like, that's too close. I don't – there's a – I don't know why they always go from – I mean, they don't actually always go for more, but we feel like it. And it's like their enemy is the Storm Prediction Center for Norman. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, these tornadoes are just dumb. Or they're, like, bad at maps. Um, No, they're pretty bad. I just don't understand uh, why tornadoes don't attack their enemy, the National Weather Center. I mean... It's what they should do. I mean, shout out to the great work there, but... (laughs) But if I was a tornado, I would attack my enemy. They just don't... They don't have enough tornado consciousness. You know, you gotta build tornado consciousness so they can tell that the mode of tornado production... Alright, no, I'm done with your tornado. (laughs) Okay, keep going. Donald Trump is so fucked, he makes EPA regulations under Scott Pruitt look ironclad. Mm. Uh, This is quality content. Okay, Donald Trump is so fucked, he makes Amazon workers look like they're treated well. I... (laughs) Again, it's funny because they clean bottles. Well, I mean, yeah, that and they like if they don't shelve enough things fast enough, they just like lose a finger in their terrible feudal system that they're working in these like dystopian warehouses. I thought we were still leasing out. uh, Weren't we still leasing out the Panhandle to uh, this Amazon, the CEO of Amazon, according to Lassie? Yeah, I thought he said that like Jeff Bezos was gonna turn that into like a one of those a, Heming- a Hemingway esque, you know, kind of hunting ground for the. I think that's that's fair. I I I still. That's how we pay for schools. I still refuse to believe that any billionaire uh, can like reasonably uh, align themselves with like great writers like Hemingway I just feel like it's all that shitty version of whatever the great the the most dangerous game is where they just all see themselves as big game hunters and then they just hire other people to kill the people for them (laughs) (laughs) and then they take photos with it there's a part I don't know though great writers but great writers can align themselves with rich people because I'm Rand uh, come well, on. Okay, <laughs> great writer. Uh, how many how many people's writing have you peed on, Carl? I have burned one book in my life, and it was an Ayn Rand book, and I still <laughs> kind of feel bad about it. I, can, I feel bad about a lot of books, door handles of uh, frat guys. Though. Okay, peeing on door handles of frat guys' cars when it's cold out, so the pee freezes is just good ass praxis. Number one. I know, I know. We we did um, do that. Yeah. <laughs> Committing okay, last one. Last one. Donald Trump is so fucked, he makes Stormy Daniels looks like sex is her hobby. Here we go. Looks like. I fucked that up. I wrote that wrong. It's so bad. Oh, my God. That was the best one. That was the whole reason we did all this, and you (laughs) literally didn't say it correctly. I'm leaving it in. This is the beginning of the show. Welcome back, everybody. Many months has come and gone since I wandered from my home in those Oklahoma hills where I was born. Many a page of life has turned, many a lesson I have learned. Well, I feel like in those hills I still belong. 
Way down yonder in the Indian nation I ride my pony on the reservation In those Oklahoma hills where I was born Now way down yonder in the Indian nation The cowboy's life is my occupation In those Oklahoma hills where I was born Robertson Parker Nelson on the Red Star over Oklahoma, which is a small political and news podcast broadcasting about left Oklahoma. Again, guys, we want to say sorry we're late. I know we took two weeks off and uh, we didn't really say anything about it. Uh, we're still around. We're still living. Um, we just all were very busy um, with school and work and life and living and drinking and other stuff. Uh, so... Um, this week's show is going to be dedicated to our boy, Karl Marx, who turned 200 last Saturday. Um, it's always fun. But we're going to move right on to the news today. And uh, just because, yeah, we've all kind of been um, very busy and, and, and we wanted to settle back into the uh, rhythm of the news with some uh, enjoyable kind of giggles and 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 get back into the mindset of tra- first is tragedy and then is farce because that's the only reason we do this show and it's the only reason I can make it through my day <laughs> without breaking down in tears. So um this week Donald Trump um visited the National Rifle Association's annual convention in Tejas. Uh, so you already know it was pretty bad. Um, you know, we, we started with the Trump's fucked and, uh, didn't actually say any of the things that are actually happening. Um, basically his legal team is in shambles. Uh, he, Julian, Rudy Giuliani has joined his legal team and can't figure out which lies he's supposed to tell on which news stations, which is amazing guys i'm telling you i have fox news on my phone so i can get the alerts and like i rarely when it tells me that someone from the trump team is going to be on television i'm just immediately there because uh they're gonna say something dumb well i mean whenever you've got like the amount of rot that rudy giuliani's teeth do like it spreads to the rest of his brain you know it spreads around the head gets in his brain um it's just real Right, well, right. And, and and so, yeah, so there have been some changes with the, the Mueller uh, investigation as well that have ramped things up. And, of course, this whole porn star thing is getting out of control. But we thought we'd take the uh, Trump quotes from this NRA convention. He gave a speech. And, and you know, one of the big, you know, obviously he's a populist and, and enjoys a certain level of campaign rhetoric and populism that uh, does <laughs> – Things for his base. And so I have a collection of quotes from this uh, speech, and uh, I'm going to read them to you guys and just let you uh, enjoy them. Uh, This comes from CNN, and so it's very unbiased. So here's the first quote. These are real patriots. They really are. And they don't get the kind of adulation, but really they do, and we know that. What? Okay. <laughs> what? I, I, I want these to remain contextless. Next. Uh, this one's good because it is also contextless, but when you think about it, you're like, ah, <laughs> oh, man. So this is Donnie work in the room. We love Texas. Do we love Texas? <laughs> Do we? 
No, no, they don't. No, no, we we do. (laughs) No one loves Texas. No. Um, I actually, before you move on, um, I saw a meme that I have to share about Texas because fucking Texas. But it was uh, some post in a Texas like group that I wasn't a part of, but somebody tagged me in anyway because you know, obviously. And I, they, um, basically somebody like this couple moved to Tennessee to have their baby. It's about a Facebook post. Moved, moved to Tennessee to have their baby, but had Texas dirt shipped out to them to put underneath the bed so the baby could be born technically in Texas and also have the, the baby's feet touch down into the dirt to have the first ground they ever touched be from Texas. And But it's uh, not in Texas. It's in... <laughs> sh- 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 I don't want to If you take it. the dirt out of the state, it's not like you took... It's not how laws work. It's not how workers <laughs> are. It's the best. And not only that, um, I was tagged with another friend of mine in that post, and all they linked back was the Texas Child Abuse uh, Suggestion Center. <laughs> and a link to the comment to our other buddy. Child Abuse, they, they rubbed their baby in dirt like it was a pig. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Immediately when it came out of the womb. Man, fuck Texas. Fuck. G- fuck give Texas. us some more. Give us some Go more. ahead. Okay. <clears throat> I, I think I know what this is referencing. I want you guys to try and figure this one out because this is a uh, four-dimensional riddle. You had your water just pouring down on top of you. Just kept coming and coming. He kept calling and calling. We need more money, money, money. Anyone? Jesus. That, is, that what? is galaxy brain. I don't even. What that, is that? That is about the hurricanes that hit Texas last year. <laughs> the psycho. How is that supposed to be about FEMA? Like, I don't... You had your water just pouring on top of you. It's not their yeah, water. Shut up. It's, bu- it's bucket challenges, man. <laughs> so here, I'm going to... Uh, here's, here's, like, so, so these people have been tweeting these videos at me of people <laughs> dumping ice buckets on each other. Is that what it was like? <laughs> so here's here's Donnie working the crowd again. Uh, Ted Cruz, where's Ted? Where's Ted? <laughs> oh, do you know where Ted is, though? He's in Dallas, but he's in a book repository. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's... He's waiting He's waiting for the, the president to drive by, actually. Um, this one is... is... <laughs> hands down my favorite and i'm really gonna enjoy you guys hearing it if you haven't heard it already your second amendment rights are under siege but they will never ever be under siege as long as i'm your president (laughs) This this is actually the quote I wanted to say because they they put this on the fucking German news that I watch every morning to start the day with. They they just put this up without comment, and they're just like, "What? What's wrong? I don't understand." Oh my god! <laughs> you can't like put a period and then say the opposite of the thing you literally just said. But well, I mean, he is the most brain genius. He's the smartest president ever. Let's be honest here. Um, he this is. is your record crowd. You know, all-time record crowd. You do know that, so just remember, it's nice to set a record. This isn't true. Um, 
they only had 80,000 people there and they had 86,000 people in 2013. So one, whatever. Two, nice to set a record. Um, it's just like his inauguration. It is the largest crowd ever. <laughs> um, we're all fighting battles, but I love fighting these battles. <laughs> I, uh, okay. <laughs> what I, battles I, are people at the NRA fighting? Like the <laughs> battles where they're like mobility hey, scooter they don't even need? Hey, Cliff and Bundy, okay, fought a major, <laughs> major battle with the United States federal government and won. Okay? And won. Trump hey. actually thought he was in, he, that he was uh, in Waco uh, in, the, in the early 90s. <laughs> you know, people don't realize we have great love going on in this country. Great love. It's right here. We have and and by the way, you just saw the recent poll. <laughs> this is just no, okay. So I think I, I think my understanding of Trump has changed now. He's just like the, the finest dialectical thinker because it's so nonsensical that if you like piece it together, it's really he's trying to grasp the totality of, of social life under the regime of, of financial capital that is late capitalism. Uh, maybe that's maybe that's what's going on, and we just didn't know. Um, he just puts Frederick Jameson to shame. Um, so to 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 just let Donnie respond in kind to your critique <clears throat> in reference to Trump calling Kim Jong Un Little Rocket Man. I <laughs> I won't use that rhetoric now. Now, I'm trying to calm it down a little bit. So I'm not going to use that rhetoric. <laughs> I, I just, was that a quote or was that you? Because I'm really confused. It sounded like you could say something like that. Adam. Okay, okay. But this, these next two... They are going to go ahead and sound like they're things I could say in jest. That's what gets you nuclear war. So let's talk about <laughs> guns, shall we? <laughs> it's not edited. There's no pauses. That's what Donnie said. <laughs> Oh my god. Donald Trump is just a, like uh, the human personification of Finnegan's Wake was the president. <laughs> uh, we are going to have to outlaw immediately all vans and all trucks, which are now the new form of death for the maniac terrorists, right? So let's ban immediately all trucks all vans maybe all cars how about cars let's ban them let's not sell any more cars knives 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 london hasn't london hasn't been used to that <laughs> okay honestly though like let's ban cars that would probably be good for the environment like good job uh, yeah. good 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 policy proposition uh, yeah hashtag make america carless again <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh i There's hope no better way to rile up these people you know than to ban their guns and ban their trucks oh god 
How that's what they... I'm saying. Like, like well, that's just banning these. I think these people's complete identity. I don't know. What else? I guess got. you could. This you could is... also yeah like ban being a Ken doll because <laughs> they have to have the guns and cars to deal with the fact that they like sh- go to shower and it's just smooth. You know. Okay, Carl, this is going to be another philosophical dialectic for you to uh, unravel. I hope we have long memories, but I hope we don't have to worry about it because we're going to be there a long time. So we won't have to worry about that. (laughs) What? I I like short memories. Okay, I want short memories. I don't like long memories. I don't... What? He just really likes Fallout Boys. He's like, thanks for the memories, NRA. Democrats and liberals in Congress, which, of course, rhinos. We all know what rhinos are. And liberals in Congress want to disarm law-abiding Americans at the same time they're releasing dangerous criminal aliens and savage gang members onto our streets. He just wants to go back to, like, the fucking posse days. Like, he heard that Burl Burl Ives joint one time, and he's like, this is how we should deal with crime. Like, we all get on our horses, we ride through Central Park, and we shoot innocent people. Because they're black. It's, See, it's the more black. and more you're reading these, I just kind of think that he really wants to be Bill Clinton and is upset that the 90s are over and he can't <laughs> be the first. Like, it really... It's unfortunate. He's just like, folks, folks, I came up with Super Predators. It was me. All along. <laughs> it was me. <laughs> Central <laughs> Park 5? <laughs> oh, God, don't. I don't want to have an aneurysm on there. There is no stronger deterrent for a sick individual than the knowledge that their attack will end their life and will end in total failure. When they know that, they're not going in. You're not going to have school attacks. So we yeah. these 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 people aren't yeah, suicidal. They're rational. <laughs> that's why that's why all the guys jumped out of the planes on 9/11 with the parachutes, right? <laughs> they said, yeah. <laughs> They said uh, but every other other statement he's made has been based in complete rational logic. Because that, well, this that's, is the one that's, time. That's also why all those all those like shooters don't blow their brains out at the end because it's totally they're just like, well, I don't want to die. I just want to shoot a bunch of people. That's why yeah. Eric Harris and Dylan Klebold's uh, trial was such a <clears throat> such a boon for understanding why these things happened, and we haven't had one since Columbine. They said. You know, going to the NRA convention and speaking today, that'll be very controversial. It might not be popular. You know what I said? Bye-bye. Got to get on the plane. <laughs> he, he is hanging out with DJ Khaled. I, I, I'm convinced. Well, just like DJ Khaled, he definitely does not go down. Um <laughs> <laughs> And for some reason has a lot of money. We still haven't figured out either of those things. <laughs> Americans. No, he... <laughs> yeah, go. Well, no, it's just, it's just he like thinks it's fucking mean girls. He's like, oh, you didn't want me to go. But but Jennifer, I told Jennifer I was going to get on the plane. I said, bye, Jennifer. I'm going to go hang out with uh, with John. I'm sorry. My name's Felicia. Okay. Like, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Americans will never surrender. Ever, ever, ever. We will never, never surrender. The double negative at the end of the last sentence makes it just as confusing as the rest of these, which is good. 
I don't. This is another philosophical. Uh, okay. It might be called like a Buddhist cone. This is definitely a meditation <laughs> uh, oriented uh, praxis. This is the last oh, yeah. one, and I want to leave this on you. Uh, you know, our <laughs> listeners, as you go through the week, I want you to just when you're having a moment of stress or or you know disconcernment, you know, take a moment and repeat these words from your president to you. I'm doing the right thing. I'm doing it for you, but. We're doing the right thing. We're doing the right thing together. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> oh, I, I love comprising sentences of like at most five different words, and the sentences have multiple clauses and <laughs> meanings. He just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I'm just I I don't know. I'm kind of mad that the FBI didn't you know kill. Branch Davidian g- gathering to Dallas Boogaloo this time, you know? Yeah. Could have used some tear gas. To be Could've really fair, it's kind of ridiculous. This is... <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Anyway. Moving on. Uh, Parker, are you up next? I guess so. Um, our, our boy Bernie, our favorite boy, um... Doing some good things, uh, toting a new part to his uh, campaign, also in the national news, in the form of a jobs guarantee program. Um, It's actually generated support from a few senators, and there's uh, a bit in this article about economics tweets that made me giggle at how much capitalists do love shitposting on Twitter. Um, It's pretty nice, but um, in in all reality, uh, we're going to try to talk about this job guarantee program um, and the benefits that it might have, especially uh, one of the biggest uh, criticisms of of such a, uh, like a, sort of socialist policy, leftist policy, um, is that it's not really feasible uh, when it comes to costs. And unfortunately, like, um, among others, like the UBI, um, which are pretty much identically attacked by right-wingers uh, with, like, McCarthy-esque propaganda, um, it's, it's, we're, we'll hopefully show it's completely feasible. Um, typical neoliberal Democrats as well are also uh, avoiding this topic entirely, kind of hoping it goes away. Um, so here we go. Uh, yeah, the real so question is like, yeah, well, yeah, tell, so tell us what the um, what the program is and what he's hoping to achieve through it. So for sure, um, he's hoping to sort of uh, provide a, a guaranteed job um, uh, with at the minimum fifteen dollars an hour and medical leave for any American that would like it. Um, Combining uh, economic development subsidies in, uh, or well, actually, like there was already a proposal put forward uh, by Mark Paul, Sandy, uh, Sandy Darity, and Derek Hamilton. Um, according to a report from the Economist at the Levy Institute, it kind of put financial costs between like 260 and 354 billion um, within the first, like for the first five years annually, which really isn't that much um, when you compare it to the amount of money, tax cuts, you know what I mean, the, the things that we love to do for Chesapeake uh, here in Oklahoma. Um, so whether or not we can afford it, basically, the answer is kind of a resounding yes. Um, it's something that the government already really does in mass. Um, representatives at kind of each government level pass legislation that provide massive tax breaks to corporations, provide subsidies for stimulus, and uh, sort of a litany of other measures. Um, the legitimate purpose of this, if we can manufacture one up, uh, is for businesses to use the sort of lump sums or recurring values to create jobs, which we know they totally do and don't pocket at all. Um, it's not like their whole goal is creating profit. They're actually businesses' jobs is paying people. Um, yeah, that that's totally real. That's you know, like, yeah. and and it not being like a recursive cycle of like, oh, hey, let's <clears throat> lobby and fund these political campaigns, thus allowing things like pass through businesses, you know, to just 
pocket all of these profits and and slash or um, give things like uh, at state level incentives where they return all of the uh, income tax to the business as a stipulation for them to try to have their next manufacturing center here. That was something they did for like a, a lot of states offered to Amazon in addition to like $80 billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, to get their their second headquarters, which is like population like fifty thousand people, you know, to, mm-hmm. to sort of uh, come and be in your state. And so there's no really formal assurances that they actually do this, which means a federal jobs guarantee is more than likely substantially cheaper, and it cuts out the sort of unreliable middleman, aka large corporations, which we, I mean, actually we trust. I don't know my my persona on this show. I really need to <laughs> keep into character, but I'm kind of too hungover to do that today. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so that kind of puts to bed the question of really can we afford it? And so I mean I've got I've got some stats for y'all. Um, Wisconsin promised three billion to Foxconn for a factory employing around thirteen thousand people. Um, like I said, eight point five billion was offered by numerous cities and states to Amazon for its second headquarters population of fifty thousand people. Uh, one other thing in this article that I fucking had me dot like. They a report from the Economic Policy Institute on Amazon's 1.1 billion in known subsidies for quote unquote fulfillment center warehouses found that they do not increase overall private sector employment within a particular county, which is hilarious that like their money is being given to Amazon for employee fulfillment. That's like just a reason to give them money under subsidies. I don't know. Made me giggle. Dear God. It's just all right, but I mean, I mean it's, just, um, it's, it's just, fucking it's just crazy. hilarious <laughs> that like. And it's it's something as I've become more entrenched in my uh, worldview, which I try and keep an open mind. And, dude, you guys are the most open-minded people I know. But, uh, like, it's just hilarious to me when I hear this. And it's just like, uh, yeah, so we're going to try and make a federal jobs guarantee. And, uh, you know, we're going to shop around and try and do this. Uh, but actually, the research says that all these private corporations are uh, – Actually, just awful. They might as well just be uh, burning cities down because they're terrible. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 pretty much like I like we just haven't moved on from Reaganomics in like forty years, which is kind of weird. That like it's just still this bland narrative that gets pushed by the right every single time, um, especially because they try to use. Um, like, uh, fucking, you know, uh, they, they try to use the justification of, like, lowering uh, national unemployment rates, right? When that really doesn't, I mean, it's, it's very, like, it, it strips the number of its context, which is very important, especially for, like, lower lower class families and people of color in terms of access to these types of jobs. But also, um, they just sort of make this, un, like, unfeasible argument when, like, Combined economic development subsidies and corporate tax cuts come out to an average annual total of like 214 billion when a lot of these proposals are only like maybe 50 to 100 billion more than that. And even so, I mean, you could go into the the Trump tax cuts, right, slash the corporate tax rate by 40 percent at like a cost estimated by the Joint Committee on Taxation to be 1.34 trillion over the next 10 years. So I I don't know. We I think we definitely need to address that the job creation potential of severely reducing corporate taxes is like not only debatable but like highly skeptical. Well, and 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 also it just it, like math doesn't make sense, you know, because right. instead of giving corporations this money that they then choose to use, like that fucking Foxconn, those tax breaks, right? If if that were shared evenly by all the people that employed, those people would be making two hundred thirty thousand dollars a year each, right? Right. Oh, absolutely. And, and those people were not making two hundred thirty thousand dollars a year. Let's let's be very honest about that, right? 
And so it's like, okay, it really is just this fucking ridiculous shit where it's like, we could just cut out the middleman. We spend the money already. So, so why aren't we seeing the results we want, you know? Because underemployment right. is a thing, you know, you want to, like Walmart does that, Amazon does that, where you employ people just like one hour underneath what, what you would employ them for if they deserve benefits and then they like massively right. underpay them and so on and there's no competition for higher wages because they can't go anywhere. Right, right. And like 30 hours or more, you have to pay Medicare, you know what I mean? You have to provide health care under Obamacare or whatever, you know? Oh, well, let's... So just let's let's limit them at twenty nine. Blah 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 blah. Those types of things. Like it's, it's utterly ridiculous. And I mean, like I guess kind of the logic of the tax cuts that we give businesses more money to invest in equipment and wages. But like they don't do that. Like just empirically. Like they don't. And like their their employment numbers do not rise. And most local governments and businesses don't actually keep good track of these subsidies anyway, which is utterly ridiculous. The Government Accounting Standards Board requires public record, but half of all local governments just, like, say, no, fuck it, fuck we it. don't really care. We want Chesapeake and fucking, you know, we want everybody here in Oklahoma, like all, all the fucking oil companies in Devon, like those types of things. And so yeah. the giveaways can include, like, uh, I mean, tax abatements, forgiveness, <laughs> cash, grants for relo cash grants for relocation expenses, and in Amazon's case, even giving workers state payroll taxes back to the company to use for its own purposes, which I was like, what the fuck? Okay. That, I didn't even realize they're going that far to be like, we'll just give you your taxes back. Come come chill with us. Of course. Why, well, like, I don't, like, <clears throat> it's one of the things that, like, especially becoming more aware of uh, the, the way the legal landscape is and the way it's been built. It's just like, oh my gosh, yeah, of course. Yeah, why, why not just, I mean... You, one of the first things they teach you in understanding contracts is that contracts are equitable and therefore if you can ever make more money by breaking your contract and paying breach, you should immediately break right. your contract. Like yeah. trust, value, those like trust, responsibility, those like ethereal notions mean absolutely nothing. If they can get a tax break and then two years la later leverage that tax break uh, or, or like if they get um, a, a tax break at any point, they can just leverage that against their previous taxes and say, well, we paid way more than we got, so we should get money back now. And there are plenty of companies that do that and receive major tax breaks because of it. And it's right. what they're supposed to do. I mean, that's the fundamental thing is that we act like, oh, yeah, you know, the whole reason a corporation or a company exists. And this is like also a legal thing is because it should make a profit. And at the end of the day, they well, have to turn a profit. Well, and unfortunately, <clears throat> well, no, but the, I mean, that's even a thing. Like, that's what, you get, that's what you get in trouble for. If you fuck up making a profit for your shareholders, yeah. you get in more trouble than if you just, like, fire everybody and people starve to death because they can't afford to pay for food anymore. That's, like, actually true. Or you're Elon um, Musk and you artificially inflate the cost of your uh, cars that blow up and kill people by being yeah. a, a shit about letting your workers work and so that you actually produce this piece of shit that takes three years to build and then blows up and kills everyone. And then, right. I don't know if you guys have been watching that, Elon Musk has been giving pre press conferences all week because the price of Tesla uh, stock has just plummeted and he has been just telling people to fuck themselves. And that I think one of the, the best quotes was, if you don't want a volatile stock, then you shouldn't trade 
Tesla. And it's like, that's not like, that's insane, man. Like stock in like the like most basic sense, like the reason the Dow exists is that it's stable and it measures the market and it moves slowly and reflects what's going on. If you're saying, nah, dude, we're just left and right in this motherfucker. We're as hard as I can left and then as hard as I can right and then as hard as I can left. It's like, dude, that's not good. But it makes you a shitload of money by being an awful boss and producing a shit product. No, and that's understandable. And what one of the best quotes in this article is kind of that it, it's, it's not clear that economic development subsidies create jobs as much as they pit regions against one another to move jobs around for the benefit mm-hmm. of large corporations rather than the worker. And I'm just like, yeah. How do people? How is this not like blatantly obvious for everybody at this point? Well, and like, that's one of those. I mean, that's one of those things where, like, you know, previously we could talk about the ability of the working class, you know, to occupy places and, and take over them, and like totally halt how it just shut down the economy. And I think there are still some sectors that can do that. You know, we saw that with the teacher walkout. Uh, like longshoremen maybe could do that and so on, but capital is just so impressively mobile now. Yeah. That there's, well, there's no, like, people can't be as mobile as capital because you just moved around on fucking computers, and, and people can't move around on computers right now. That That's hard. Yeah. I moved across an ocean. It's not fucking fun to do mm-hmm. that shit. Um, and so they can really easily pit the pit this pit these places against each other, and something like a federal jobs guarantee immediately cuts the ground underneath that. Mm-hmm. Because all of a sudden, if you have a federal jobs guarantee, you can't be like, oh, which state has the best right to work laws? Oh, which state has the least restrictive? Um, it's not Oklahoma. It's it's not it's, Oklahoma. Yeah, uh, Let me just go ahead and. Put but that I mean, there. it's just like. <laughs> It's like, which, which state can we treat workers in the shittiest? And all of a sudden, if you have an employer, and we all know, all data shows that basically everybody but white men likes working for the federal government because it's been the, the route to prosperity for people of color and for women, and especially women of color for a long time, since, since like the, the great society in, in the fucking 60s, um, that what you do is you cut out the legs of Amazon to do that shit because you can't offer anything to Amazon. If it's like, well, we can't hire people at fucking $10,000 a year with no healthcare because people will always be able to get a job at 35 pay a year with full benefits and like a month of retirement through the federal government. It sets a floor on what everyone gets. And this is the thing why it's so much better than something like a UBI or some shit like that. I mean, I think it'd be better if we just had Medicare for all, obviously, so that that's not like a negotiating thing. But this would be a way around that, because if you can always leave your job and get health care or something, then it's it's going to have to be provided, because why would you work for them? Right. And I I, I don't necessarily think UBIs are the the worst idea, especially with how we're trending into like uh, a lot of jobs being automated out. You know what I'm saying? Um, But at the very least, to have everybody like be sort of participatory economically. Um, but there are, are a couple of like critiques of federal job guarantee that are kind of legitimate, um, especially like that job guarantee positions would have to rise and fall with the business cycles. So they couldn't be so essential that the nation would be experiencing a shortage of things like teachers or childcare workers when recessions ended and people returned to the private sector. So um, this is also kind of a little tenuous and really hard to, um, uh, I, I guess, like have predictors on that aren't, aren't, aren't super context specific. So in terms of generalizing this out, um, I guess you could say they're legitimate criticisms, but um, 
I, I always have a problem. I have like a big problem with with these kind of criticisms, just because like it depends on how you shape the federal jobs guarantee, right? Right. Um, <laughs> and 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 like if you look at the New Deal, the New Deal had the big the the two biggest problems with the New Deal was were number one that Southern Democrats were a bunch of fucking KKK members, so they're like, well, we should make all these cool things except for black people who should not have access to them. And it's like, okay, we just would we should not do that. That would be a good way around this. Um, and then the other problem was that it wasn't enough money. Uh, they just didn't spend enough money on it. But what they did very explicitly was say there are people with skills that would have jobs. So let's just give them the jobs they would have anyways. And that's why like the New Deal and art is such an impressive thing in American history, because they just said, let's just fucking pay artists to make some art. Cool. And if a federal jobs guarantee did something like that, there would be no reason why it wouldn't work and why like these kind of problems would go away. And so it's like, oh, I, I don't like this. It's just if we, if we craft it right, there wouldn't be a reason for this. Yeah. And if the income level is right, I mean, this is one of the truest things. I've said it before. I'm going to say it again. And it's one of the things I think is most important, right? Once you reach a certain level of, of surety in economic life for working class people, they tend to just be fucking okay with it. They're like, yeah, you know, I could try harder to make my life better, but I don't have to. So that's a decision I make. And a federal job guarantee would be a way to do that. <coughs> no, exactly. And, that would be, and, and, and it would also provide, you know, we could start saying, oh, you get the federal jobs guarantee with 32K a year at 30 hours a week or something. And it would provide a super important policy tool to force capital to behave, you know, to move the power in society to working people. Um, yeah, absolutely, and and it like it it necessarily like I I mean the facade that anybody like because we haven't had any movement on like minimum wage, you know what I mean? Like like obviously they try to pay people the least least possible, but giving 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 a floor to this, you know, at the very least for basic needs, you know what I'm saying? Making sure that basic needs are met. And then <clears throat> from the other side of the aisle, I, because I think a lot of like, I mean, except for like, I, I mean, you have your McCarthy-esque shit that they like to throw at you. Like, oh, this is slipping into socialism from, from, from the right wingers. But also that like a, an, a, another major, just generic criticism that, I mean, a lot, most of them are baseless, but another one that they like to throw out is, well, I, won't, I don't want to give people handouts. I want them to work for their money. And it's like, how much more working for your money can you get other than guaranteeing a job and having them be paid for it? Yeah. Like, are you, are, you, are you kidding me? Like, and then when you levy it against like uh, some of the numbers that we provided here in, at, like in this fucking article, right, where we already like the uh, economic development subsidies and corporate tax cuts come out to an average annual total of two hundred and fourteen billion per year spent chasing job creation by handing over money to corporations when there's no guarantee or like, you know, assurance they actually do anything. And then pa instead passing a plan uh, by like that could range, you know, maybe a little bit higher than three hundred and fifty billion. But still, like we're already throwing that money down the toilet. Like, there's no argument that you can make that, like, just having a more efficient way of providing these types of jobs, you know what I'm saying, and cutting out these this, like, unreliable middleman, except for, like, you know, obvi obviously this, like, undercurrent of, you know, uh, uh, enormous sums of money being funneled to the private industry, you know, these same policymakers will just try to do anything to try to throw wrenches into these types of plans because... It, it doesn't and, fit their, you know, economic interests. Like, especially... And, and the, I, I mean, there's also the thing, too, I think about that. When you talk about economic interests like that, it's important to note that if it were a federal jobs guarantee... I mean, the fucking government in the U.S. sucks, okay? Let's just say it. Hmm? But it's a lot better than corporations in the U.S. And we have <laughs> right. some kind of control. And so we could be like, you know, you need to allocate money 
so that, say, people aren't forced out of living in certain areas to, like, search for jobs. You know, like, like you could funnel some of, some of that money into rural places that are fucking mm-hmm. dying at an insane rate right now. And you could be like, oh, we want to make sure that people have that kind of choice. No fucking company will do that. There is no right. company in the world that will put money where it's not profitable. And so you could, you could do that kind of stuff to be like, hey, do you want to live in, I don't know, Disney, Oklahoma still? You want to have that choice? Yes. We can funnel some money that way or I something. Would, I would love right. to we already did that whole. Disney. <laughs> we already did that big that bit over like federal hospitals a couple of episodes ago. Yeah. You know, like rural hospitals and whatnot. So I mean, there's definitely ways around that, and that's another big criticism of 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 uh, or I guess a necessity for a plan like this, as well as a criticism, it not necessarily being as equitable to like rural places in terms of providing jobs. But I mean, there's definitely ways around that, and. It, it, it just at the end of the day, it's very, I, I think, very easy for any politician, especially Bernie now, if he's going to pull the like if he's going to try to pull the Democrats any like any semblance closer to the left to just dispel any like bullshit of this is not economically feasible. It's not financially yeah, yeah. available. It's just that's fundamentally wrong, like 100 percent. No, no fucking way you can make any type of like rational argument. It's completely nonsensical. Uh, all right. So that's uh, that's the international news, and we're going to move on to Oklahoma news, where we've got actually two really good stories that Carl is going to uh, tell us about. Then this first one, I I, I just want to kind of intro it a bit, but this first one is uh, from KGOU, and I absolutely love the reporting they do out of there. And it is actually about the uh, suicide rates in Oklahoma, and it is is very interesting. So, Carl, I'll let you take that away. Yeah. So uh, they're they're reporting on on like you said, suicide in Oklahoma, um, and it's it's really kind of insane to read this stuff, right? Um, because we're in the top ten. We're we're ranked in 2016. We're ranked eighth worst in the nation for suicide with an age adjusted rate of 21 suicides per one hundred thousand people against a national rate of 13.5. And and the data is still coming in for 2017, and it looks like we're going to match it. Um, And in the first week of 2017, nine uh, nine people shot themselves to death. Four people hung themselves. One person uh, killed themselves with a deliberate uh, drug overdose. Um, And in the first week, 14 people died, right? And... I don't want to spend terribly long on this story. It's just it's it's really important because this is this is another point, and we love talking about this, where where you have the intersection of the lack of healthcare, especially mental health care in the U.S. The, the stigmatization, especially for men, of of you know being emotionally vulnerable, and then on top of that, like easy access to guns. Um, and so they list in 2017. Nearly six out of the 750 suicides that they've counted so far had guns in them. Three-fourths of the dead were men, and more than eight out of them, eight out of every ten people, were white. Um, and it's, it's just like, you know, to me it's one of those things where, okay, something like gun control would be cool and all, but one of the biggest problems with gun violence in the U.S. is people killing themselves. And that's got a lot less to do with gun control in a certain sense than it does to do with this toxic masculine culture that exists in our society that intersects with owning a bunch of guns and that intersects with being utterly unable to to have emotions that aren't expressed through rage and that intersects with being unable to afford the mental health care you need. Um, well, and I think, I think and, I, well, and I just to, to kind of 
take it all the way back. I mean, you know, that quote we had from Trump where he's talking about, well, you know, these people, if they knew that they were going to end with failure and death, they wouldn't do it. That's just categorically untrue. And this is the story and statistic to talk about here with that. Yeah. Is because... Um, no, like, like gun control, like the gun epidemic in the U S is not just a gun problem. It is a multifaceted problem. There are all kinds of issues that fall on that toxic masculinity, the culture surrounding that lack of access to mental health care, the stigma against mental health care, lack of access to regular health care, lack of access to, you know, and the, the, you know, I think this is something that, you know, we can say is, is a lot of, there are a lot of veterans in Oklahoma, uh, the, you know, the lack of PTSD and health care and mental health care for veterans who come back. I mean, their rates of suicide are, uh, you know, yeah, way higher high. yeah. than these it's ridiculous. Rates. And so, I mean, if we want to have a can any con- like this is something that I know, Carl, you said several times in the wake of Parkland to us in our preparation for the show that week is that any conversation about gun violence has to include a conversation about suicide. It actually has to focus on suicide because two out of every three gun deaths in the U.S. are suicides, and that's I mean that's shocking. You know, and that that's the most important thing to talk about. If you want to talk about gun violence, I think there are two things you talk about. There's police violence aimed especially at people of color, but in general at people, because that's a thing where the state directly regulates it. And we can we can change the system of incentives that exist to like fucking deeply punish police or disarm police and so on. And then it's suicide because suicide is so overwhelmingly the biggest thing. And if you're going to talk about suicide, why are people so mentally challenged in the u.s might it be deep alienation associated with the hollowing out of industry with with the the precarization of jobs with the the death knell of rural communities you know there's a ton of things to talk about but the thing is that capitalism is killing people in mass through suicide in the u.s and guns are one of the most important things and it's it's affecting oklahoma families every single day yep and so we we got to talk about it um but that that's that's all on that. Just remember that that's that stuff's important. Um, the other story I wanted to talk about, you know, they they technically haven't ended session, but they've gaveled out. They're leaving it open in case they need to come back because we might get another fucking special session in summer if we medical marijuana is legalized. Uh, but we we won't talk about that right now. Um, the big deal is that that we want to talk about is this this fucking new bill called the Adoption Protection Act that got passed by both houses and got sent to uh, <sighs> Governor Mary Phelan. So what this what this bill does, um, and, and I, w- I want to just explain what the bill is before I move into talking about why it's actually happening, um, is it says that adoption and foster care agencies are allowed to, based on their sincerely held, sincerely held religious beliefs, not put children with certain families. Right. And overwhelmingly, people are understanding this as, as a way to keep adoption agencies from uh, putting children that are up for adoption, matching them with families that are, uh, you know, two dads or two moms or, or gender nonconforming people. One of them is gender nonconforming. One of them might be trans and also especially single single mothers. Uh, but it's overwhelmingly understood as like an anti LGBTQIA bill. Um, right. And rightfully and, and, so. Yeah. And, and you know, like, of course, that it's, the like, uh, the gays, man, like, they have an agenda, and they want to take all of these nice, 
um, God-fearing, like, like, you know, straight children, and, you know, by adopting them, turn them gay so that they can eventually take over the United States government. Yes. That's very I, like um, they like the only way actually to stop, I would love gay U.S. government if it weren't gay neoliberal U.S. government if we were like gay right. space well, communist that it's would the be only awesome. the only way to stop the lizards and the lizards are really afraid <laughs> of the gays so I I would be too if well, yeah, I was a the lizard. hormones in the water are turning the lizards gay and they're just afraid um, yeah yeah and and so they're having some we were talking about talking toxic masculinity you know what I mean they're having some like I I, I it's 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 all connected, and clearly, yeah. that's what this law is about. Is you well, know, and the, the very important thing too about this law um, is that they included some stuff. Um, they had to include some stuff, and they included it late, late before they got it sent. Um, was that um, included an amendment that said that you can't get state or federal money as as an adoption agency if you're going to do this, right? Um, And the whole point of that is that Oklahoma used to do, mainly through the government, uh, used to place children with families. Um, And then it turns out that we were doing a very bad job of that. So a lot of private organizations stepped in to be middlemen in that sense. And they get paid by governmental agencies here. And and the problem is, and the reason they included that language in the bill, is that if they did not, it would immediately get challenged constitutionally. It would immediately get thrown out. There would be a stay immediately and then it would go to some some court somewhere who would immediately be like this is extremely discriminatory this is clearly not legal so essentially the bill was passed in a form that has no meaningful effect from a legal standpoint like from a de facto standpoint basically no one will be affected by this and that's what to me is most disgusting about it because what's going to happen now is that all these fucking Republican shitbags are going to go walk around. They're going to go to their districts. They're going to get asked by some guy who's wearing a bolo tie that has a swastika on it. Why the fuck they raise taxes to pay teachers. And then they're going to get to say, oh yeah, but I passed this bill that makes it harder for gay people. I mean, they're not going to say it this way, but they're going to say, you know, I passed this bill that protects family values or something. The subtext being that everybody understands that this lawmaker passed a law specifically to discriminate against LGBTQIA people. And since they cut the teeth out from it, but still passed it, what that means is that they have voted for an entirely useless bill just so they can go discriminate, just so they can use the discriminatory nature of it. To go campaign and deal with the fact that they that they raise taxes, so yeah, it's 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 just the most cynical, disgusting shit. And I mean, the fucking Equality Center in Tulsa got shot at, and we and you want to know why? Because lawmakers in the state of Oklahoma pass a toothless fucking bill so they can campaign on homophobia. And I mean, it's pretty par for the course for I mean, for Oklahoma, I, it, it's it unfortunate, is. but it is. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. Th- this one's this one's all really rough, just because. I mean, not only is it something that like will probably get struck down in a court, but also well, it's, it's just also, like yeah. it's just one of those things that's just like, why wouldn't you let kids get out of foster care? Like why? Would, like that's the thing that's insane to me. It's just like there's this. Their lives are only meaningful if they're picked up by two straight parents. Don't you know this? Like straight it's in, it is in the Bible. Like yeah. it's clearly ridiculous. 
And it, it's kind of ridiculous as well because I assume I, – and they were doing this – I can't remember where I read this. I My hungover ass is probably just pulling shit out of it. Um, <laughs> but in terms of uh, – I think they were going to attempt to use this law maybe legally or maybe there was some speculation that they were going to attempt to use this to um, challenge – like to take it up to Supreme Court level, right? Maybe not this law in particular but other uh, other resounding laws in, con- in conjunction with it um, to try to make a case that would maybe go to the Supreme Court to challenge – um, these types of these types of uh, normative like precedents. I don't. I don't think they're doing with that so. since they put in those amendments to to keep it from getting challenged. Uh, but yeah, it's just right. it's just disgusting. It, 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 there's nothing more fascist than passing a fucking toothless law so you can go discriminate against people to to, to cover your fucking ass in a primary. Right. But that is that is that is kind of like fascism one hundred and one. <laughs> But that's um, that's Oklahoma news. Don't worry. Thinking about fascism, conservative reading list time. Yes. Um, you know we news. Okay, I see. This isn't even uh, the Oklahoman. What happened, Oklahoman? It it is the Oklahoman. Yeah. News okay. Oh, is it? Okay, okay, it's the oh, Oklahoman. Yeah. I don't listen to me, Parker, guys. How long have I you don't... been on the show? <laughs> yeah, I, I, this is my first time, actually. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about, but it's our good old, good old Oklahoma editorial board. Just, I almost had a, I, I have a separation anxiety when we go too long without an Oklahoma editorial board That's article. <laughs> <laughs> that is fair. Um, but let's let's have some fun. Let's have some fun, guys. Fun um, is not the word I was using. To describe <laughs> this article, but all right, try me out. Yeah. So this article was published May second, the day after uh, the most important day of the year, International Working People's Day. Um, and it's called "Poll Reveals Unease Among Rep- OK Republican Voters." Um, and I, I'll explain why I picked it as we go through. Uh, so to start, Republican lawmakers gambled this year. That voters have embraced an end justifies the means attitude toward teacher pay raises. And Oklahoma wait, traditional... wait, 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 wait. Can we yeah. read that sentence again? Because so what how did Republican lawmakers gamble? I don't like are they running on an in like sorry, continue. <laughs> that was just a lot of the a lot uh, that did not seem yeah. grammatically correct in any context. Oh um, continue. Yeah. So um yeah, they say uh and Oklahoma's traditional opposition to tax increases and support for better fiscal management would ebb, so long as teacher pay, uh, teacher raises were provided. Uh, important note, uh, before we get to the next paragraph, uh, polling said that 74% of Oklahomans supported tax increases for teacher pay raises. So, actually, lawmakers made a very sensible choice. But, let's keep going. Um, that, but, like, uh, God, I hate... <laughs> This is one of There's the a fucking revenue problem. I, 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 I know, know that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, like, like, it's just one of these things that, like, conservatives want like it's the same conservatives do the same high-minded uh bullshit that uh the high-minded west wing bullshit that that democrats do and it's just like dude why are we having this oh well the poll said that this is going to be good for poll good for your numbers so we that's the we we base all of our courses of action around uh, what public helps opinion. how public opinion and how that helps uh, not corporations. It's like, tax, are you fucking tax, kidding tax, me? Tax, One, tax. you can shape <laughs> anything. Two, you should be able to make an argument for whatever. And three, how can you not just stand back and sit on your own heels and be like, um, we paid the people for doing their jobs, and that's what we do. When we pay people for doing their jobs, they have. I mean, Ben, sleepy doctor Ben so Carson could get. Okay, anyway, I'm sorry. Keep going. I, I, no, I'm, we're gonna so get I'm still get, I'm still waiting for the gamble. I where are they rolling the dice in? 
in paying they, people and doing what people want. <laughs> yeah, that's a fucking risky. That's a risky really big move. gamble. Um, risky that move. actually okay. I'm also going to talk about that because that they they do this really shitty like basic uh, trick to to explain why that makes sense. Um, okay, okay, I'm down. And so here's the point, right? Here here's where they do that trip trick in the second paragraph. Information gleaned from a recent poll of likely Republican primary voters in Oklahoma gives a hint of early voter response. And so they collapse voters into Republican primary voters. And now that's important because how, how the, the structure of American elections work, yes, it's, it's, it's a big deal. And it's true that probably whoever wins the, the, gubernatorial, the, the Republican gubernatorial primary will probably end up um, being, being the person that is governor, but we don't know that. And so they collapse the entirety of the Oklahoma voting public into the um, Republican primary voters, which is just a bullshit thing. To do. It's literally nonsensical oh, to say no. that. To They're that's the only ones that matter. Um, like, what, you know, opinions? Opinions are definitely weighed, predicated upon primary responses. Dude, we're talking polls here. It's just, it's just fucking, it's stupid. I mean, they, they try to conflate these two things. It's not good. Um, but let's keep it. Conducted by Magellan Strategies, the poll found strong support for teacher pay raises and for two specific measures approved during the teacher strike, a tax on online sales and expansion of gambling. The poll did not ask voters about... Family values. Yeah, fuck you, family values. (laughs) Um, But so, so in parentheses, they say, the poll did not ask voters about the main tax increases approved to fund teacher pay raises, including those on fuel, income, and tobacco, which, I don't know, maybe that's a fucking problem with the poll that they didn't include the two main things that fund stuff, but who knows? Um, I don't think the editorial board knows that. Their name is Magellan Strategies. Can we just stop referencing, you imperialist bastards? They really want to get credit for sailing around the globe, but dying halfway through it. That's why their name is Magellan Strategies. Um, Yeah, no, and that's they, they, they sail halfway, they halfway <laughs> through the pole and then die before they get to the meaningful questions. Yeah. That's a good parallel. Keep going. Um, yeah, so they continue. A summary memorandum provides many voters' responses to the question, in your own words, being as descriptive as possible, please tell me what you think the mo- most important issues and problems are that the Republican candidates for governor should be addressing the most. Many answers reflected voter frustration. Yeah, I want to get my hands on yeah. one of these uh, voter polls just so I can give it to y'all during a uh, show. Because I feel like, <laughs> man, uh, man, those answers would be dark. <laughs> Some of those, is, somebody 100% said, like, just like put copy and pasted the lyrics from uh, the Borat classic, Throw the Jew Down the Well, in as their response. Um <laughs> A hundred percent. But let's keep going. Um, (laughs) A female evangelical Republican, age 55 to 64, called for, quote, consolidating school districts so that the the teacher pay will not be brought about by taxes. End quote. Um, Another woman from the same cohort called for government audits and said lawmakers need to, quote, stop raising taxes every time the wind blows up their skirt. End quote. Two things on this. Two things. Number one, if we just consolidated districts, we would literally not change in terms of how much money goes to teachers pay. Oklahoma Policy Institute did a study on this and we're like, it literally doesn't shift the number where we are ranked in terms of teacher pay if you do that. So and, and it just news. increases class sizes. Like, can we not... <laughs> 
Like, hello. Do we? But it uh, why it are you polling these evangelical Christian Republican? And if you don't live in a uh, city, you get to get up at four a.m., ride the bus two and a half hours to your school, go to your school, and then ride the bus two and a half hours home. Yeah, but I mean, that's the fucking thing they don't. And so, like, the first thing on that first quote, the first thing I want to say is that maybe if Oklahoma did actually valuable reporting instead of just fucking, like, shooting on a sheet of paper and acting like that's fucking news, people would know that that, that would not work. But apparently God, they don't, they don't think that. They just want to talk to the editorial board. Shit. I want to talk to the editorial board and be like, okay, who, like, how do you get to, like, when you make these plans to, to who you interview – you know what I mean? And then you may, you're like, okay, well, let's like specifically identify, you know, the, the, this is going to make, uh, this is going to really pack the punch in this editorial article is, yeah, yeah, that's Wait, the one. That's the opinion well, we want. That is a female evangelical Republican age. You got to 64. And you got to wait. You got to wait. You got to wait for 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 that. Which quotes they're using? Because we're going to talk about that uh, in a bit near the end of the article, right? Oh, um, okay. I so I really wish we could get like if if we were ever able to get uh, uh, like uh, anyone from the Oklahoma editorial board to talk to us. I think we could start a whole separate podcast where we asked genuine non-sarcastic questions to them and tried to get them to answer i honestly think we could like literally sit there and be like did you really think that was a good like like let's just edit this Let, let's first very first thing we'll do every episode the every 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 cold open for our new podcast where we talk to people at the editorial board uh, unironically we will start with grammar and spelling mistakes because that would be a great five minutes to start like, what, do you, to, what, what do you get paid for as an editor, huh? Do you guys and understand then, how then, yeah. attribution works? Then okay. we're going to hit bias and metaphor use because Jesus <laughs> Lord. This let's, is, get, uh, let's get back to the article. Look, okay, I, go, go ahead. I only said Whatever. one of the two things I wanted to say about this one fucking paragraph, right? Uh-huh. Because that second quote they pulled where the lady says lawmakers need to stop raising taxes every time the wind blows up their skirt. What news is she reading? There have been literally zero all of our lifetimes. No, our not zero, lifetime. two, two tax increases. Oh, two. Okay. There was the well. one they just did. 28 fucking years after the last time the state government raised taxes. And about halfway through that, um, it was... When a vote of the people raised taxes. So lawmakers have, in the last 28 years, raised taxes once. If you know how windy Oklahoma is, they're not doing it every time the wind blows up their skirt. That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense, lady. Die. Who let you vote? Keep going. Now we've threatened death and we have to move on. I didn't threaten death. I said said die. She's old. Um, Very different. (laughs) okay let's keep going yeah a male traditional republican age 18 to 34 literally the one of the three of them that exists said the next governor should have the following priorities education reform spending reforms review of tax increase just passed what the fuck what what does that mean i don't have any idea what that means um let's 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 go to the next one i love how these people are described okay it's like evangelical republican a traditional republican like next i'm expecting like a a member of the kkk so i listen okay you just 
your your fractured, disenfranchised, little liberal mind can't understand that you know what conservatives. There is an entire well, I won't say rainbow. There is an entire well, I won't say like black and white either. There is an entire white <laughs> spectrum of light with many sub genres of white that they have they are varying and diversified okay they're just you don't understand. very diversified as homes in a fucking subdivision in edmund yes yes exactly exactly okay so if you go to a subdivision in edmund are you gonna get the three three bedroom with the one and a half bath are you gonna get the full bedroom three bedroom with the two bath okay and top of that there's a big question between electric range and gas range i mean and then we gotta talk about uh, we gotta talk about essential heating how is the insulation what we have nuances. questions. Republican okay. traditional nuances. Okay, but let's read the next one just because this is fucking golden, right? A female Trump voter, age 45 to 54, called for, quote, funding teachers another way besides raising taxes. <laughs> <laughs> Who is pulling these quotes? This lady, 100%, is just like, you got to spend money to make money. That's how we're going to do it. We're going to spend a bunch of money. Government's going to make some more money. It's just how <laughs> It's like how how do you think we're gonna fund this shit? Like we just what are we gonna stop paying for in Oklahoma now? I don't know. Are we gonna stop paying for fucking healthcare? We already have started doing. Are we gonna stop paying for ODOT? We already fucking do. Are we gonna stop paying to repair roads? Have you driven on Oklahoma roads? <laughs> so, I, what are you gonna, Carl? What, Carl, like how deeply this like uh, just right wing ideology rests with these people is it's so uh, integral as a piece of their identity that they don't even like you're you're going a step and a half past anything just, they've ever contemplated okay and that's the be, problem is that nobody cares about actual feasibility of anything okay it's literally anything. just it's they just a talking point of nothingness okay and they just you, you, they read the why? fucking oklahoma editorial board they repeat it the oklahoma editorial board repeats what they say they think it's news now and then they repeat it and there's this fucking short circuit and i'm just shocked that nobody's been shocked to death because their pacemaker got blown out like how did that not happen yet? short circuit here Okay, let's keep going. Um, <laughs> one male evangelical Republican over 65 said lawmakers, quote, need to pay these teachers more, end quote, but that the next governor must, quote, control the spending of the legislature. They have spent money for things that they shouldn't have spent it on. What things? We don't, don't spend money. It, it's We've no had content. Literally every, this is literally the first budget since the financial crisis. Since 2009, this is entirely true, where there weren't across-the-board cuts. I just, what are they spending the money on? They're not. They're spending okay. less money every fucking year. So um, I okay. also need to know, because this is the second time they've used the term evangelical Republican, which then ties back to my narrative of, are they asking, like, how would you how would you identify yourself? Traditional evangelical Trump, Trump voter? Do yeah, they? No, that's, 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 the three, that's the three charts. Oh, uh, that, that seems to be... The and I see we have another traditional Republican coming up yes, next, yeah. so let's go. Yeah, A female traditional Republican voter over 65 said it is, quote, extremely important that they require some kind of output from the teachers. I agree with the raises, but they expected nothing in return. Education needs to improve. When was the last time you were educated? You were over Wait. 65! <laughs> Students need to have better test scores. They need to do a better job if they receive more money. As if the problem Wait. is not that they can't do a good job because they can't get 
put the question that resulted in this answer i went right below that question where she's like they need better test scores i want them to ask so what do you think about common core education because i'm, well, what I'm gonna sure say the is, answer is Nazi the government yeah exactly these fascists <laughs> are trying to dictate how we learn they're actually like it's the fluoride in education <laughs> 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 I just, I just like, I, I need, I, I really need anybody in the Democratic Party to go and grab, like, like, uh, go grab a graph of, like, you know, average, like, uh, uh, just a psychological evaluations, right, of, like, in, in, in some, some sort of sweeping data of, like, you know, critical thinking skills, of, like, you know, the, uh, logical reasoning skills, and, and, like, where they peak and where they decline in life, because you are interviewing motherfuckers who literally, like, can't drive themselves to get a donut anymore, Honestly, because they're 65, okay, over 65. Like I, I don't mean this like, seriously, but it's 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 a, it's a thing we should actually debate, and I mean this. We should actually debate it in a society. I don't stand for it because I, I'm a very serious small D Democrat, but maybe we should have a talk about if people over 65 should be able to vote. Because in Brexit, they fucked every single young person in the UK. <laughs> All of us are getting fucked by their fucking idiot climate choices because they want to drive an SUV everywhere. But, but, and, like, and just, just like maybe, maybe if you to don't to have to live with this decisions. shit because you're gonna. Die You're so gonna die in like twenty years. Hmm. Not twenty. Respect 10. your elders, Less guys. Than 10. Guys, fuck my elders. Your elders. I, I love my grandparents. My grandparents are great. Fuck, uh, fuck old people in general. Though, uh, I, let's keep going. Yeah. Oh wait, one last thing actually. This lady who said this one hundred percent is like, oh yeah, the mark thinks the market accurately like allocates goods and doesn't understand that low teacher pay might have a, an impact on teacher. It's just, it's just fucking insane. Okay. Okay. Right. We got, we got four more paragraphs to go. <laughs> A female Trump Republican over age 65 said, quote, they should look for how many superintendents we have and manage the school money uh, better. Another in the same cohort said, quote, the money is there. They didn't use it right. Therefore, they don't need any more money to waste. I love that they they used cohort. And also, yeah, the money is there. They didn't use it right. Uh, what? (laughs) Who? We should take. All every single person that was in this survey, we should take all their social security and spend it on education in Oklahoma. Yeah, they. they I genuinely actually think we should do that. Um, I that that one probably that that's that's a great plan. Like, I mean, I I'd back it. um, I don't know. I I don't have anything else to say about that because what the fuck? Yeah. Um, But let's let's go. We're almost done. Uh, a female evangelical Republican, age 35 to 44, said officials, quote, need to make sure that everything else can get paid for without raising any more taxes, since obviously the money that we already give to the government is spent unwisely. Fuck off. Just fuck off, lady. Move to the ocean. Um, but Carl, there aren't houses in the ocean. What are you talking about? You're an evangelical Republican and you're talking about wisdom. God um, fucking damn. So, wow. 
here's the thing, Parker, where you're complaining about these people and these answers and how we should see it. Such answers were routine, particularly among the most loquacious respondents. This doesn't mean no poll takers voiced support for tax increases. Several did. Where are the poll numbers on how people we supported this We burned those huh? responses. Where, where are those numbers, the I, Oklahoman? I would like to know that. That would seem to be relevant reporting here. Um, and then... Uh, they continue. And many individuals provided short answers, education, taxes, that make their broader views difficult to discern. This is just one poll, but it suggests many Republicans who support teacher pay raises are upset by the lack of reform or meaningful spending restraint elsewhere. Starting with June's primaries, we'll learn if GOP lawmakers focus on teacher pay to the detriment of other issues was politically smart or not. Now, what I want to say just now at the end of this is that I was listening to Let's, Let's Pod This, which is a good, like, wonky po uh, podcast about Oklahoma politics. Um, they had this guy on Grant Hermes from News 9 who started doing this story where he's going around to agency heads and he's asking them, how much money would you need just like if you just fulfilled your constitutional requirements? You did all the jobs you're supposed to do right now, right? And he doesn't know when that story's going to come out and when it does, we're going to cover it. But he said he's gotten answers back from five out of the 65 agency heads in the state of Oklahoma. And that the combined amount of money that they said they would need not to invest, we not to spend any money, but the money $17? they had. It was, so, so here's the thing, right? It's just to fulfill the duties they have and to do the work they're legally required to do right now. For those five out of 65 agencies, that budget was already 85% of that 7.6 billion budget they just passed. Think about that for a bit. Whenever they say, hmm, hmm, lack of meaning reform or meaningful spending restraint elsewhere, for five agencies that don't include some of the largest agencies in the state, the fact that we are that below funding them at the amount that they need to just do the jobs that they have right now should tell you that when the Oklahoman editorial board says this, they are lying to everyone in the state on such an intense, deep level that genuinely you should mail them shit. No. That's all. Please. No. No mailing <laughs> anyone mail human feces. Stop. Oh my God. I have well, to cut all this now. And uh, all right. So socialist events for the week. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah, I, no, I just, wanna, I just wanted to throw that in there because this whole article is all these people were like, they all have fucking brain worms or something. And they report these Dude. fucking lies and they get it from the Oklahoman. Uh, but my, yeah, Adam, let's 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 no, go no, on. No, 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 I got one. The comment on here, well, the comments on oh, this Oklahoma editorial sure. board are actually pretty spicy too. And one of them is by a guy named Jerry Bits. Oh, don't say. Um, never mind. I'll cut that. Don't say so, his name. Wh <laughs> Why? I oh, just don't try and say people's names. <laughs> That's fair. Um, but he says, why should taxes go up? Um, tax rates are a percentage of an economic transaction. As inflation rises, prices uh, as inflation ra raises prices, taxes go up to match automatically. This is some what? top level what? economic analysis. What? Oh my, my property God. tax is much higher than 15 years ago. My mileage rate has gone up from 106 to 127 per thousand assessed. Holy fuck! Wow. God, that is like the multiverse, multiverse brain. Fuck. I know. And that, All that income went to education. 
that's because of the news environment in the state of Oklahoma where people don't fucking report good news, where the paper with the largest fucking circulation is an actual piece of shit and all and, and so it. much reporting on, on the local TV stations. Oh, there was a cat in a tree. Oh, my God. Oh, did you know that uh, the crime is scary? Okay. Um, <laughs> on to did, you know that, did you just say you did you know crime is scary? Yeah, he did. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, on to social events this week. Uh, so on Friday, May 11th, like always, the new Sanctuary Network in Tulsa is having its weekly protest against ICE and deportations in front of the David L. Moss Correctional Facility from 12 to 1220. Go do that. Well, fuck ICE. Those guys are crazy. Uh, go protest deportation. Go support immigrants. Go support people. Important. Um, and on Saturday and Sunday, the Solidarity Through Food uh, Kitchen and the Oklahoma Street Health uh, are hosting a free street met medic training program with an orientation and film screening of Black Snake Killers, which is a movie about um, opposing pipelines, on Friday, May 11th. And then the actual, like, uh, the, 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 uh, the street medic training is on Saturday the 12th and Sunday the 13th. Uh, the training will be about 10 hours each day. Um, they do need confirmation on people who are going to attend. But everything is free. They're going to be providing meals. And because it's an all-day thing, they can help work out childcare arrangements, namely on-site daycare, if they get advance notice. Out-of-town attendees can also ask for help arranging lodging if necessary. It'll take place at the Dennis Arneal Equality Center in the East Village in Tulsa. So, y'all, that's really cool. Those are great skills. Uh, go do that. Go do that if you can. Yeah. Uh, but that's I all was, the event. I, I, I was hoping to be able to get to that, but I'm not able to. I, I, a friend of ours who we've had on the show had informed me of that one. But anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening, and we'll be back next week. As always, you can check us out on Twitter at RedStarOverOK. The subreddit is our Red Star over Oklahoma, and that's where we put up all of our links and articles, and you can find a lot of information over there, so go check it out. SoundCloud and iTunes is just both Red Star over Oklahoma. If you've got a question, comment, complaint, concern, um, no, I'm not going to say anything, and you can't, you, can't, you can't contact us about anything else, but if you have any of those, you can contact us over at redstaroverok at gmail.com. Hey guys, it helps so much when you tell your friends, and please give us a rate and review on iTunes. We're starting to climb and get a few more reviews, and uh, the more of those we get, the absolutely better. Thank you guys so much for listening this week. We'll see you later. Bye-bye. Bye.